Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's this week's Monkey Nut Punch podcast. I'm going to do my damnedest not to sound as flat as I did last week. Thank you very much, Keith. Thank you very much. And as always on these podcasting journeys, I've got Keith. Yeah. And my stalwart Nigel. Hello, Nigel. Hello, Kev. And all right, Keith. <laughs> and we will be taking you on the news that we think is worthy for this week for movies, games, TV, and uh, yeah, movies, games, and TV, and some weird stuff going alongside it too. Um, just a quick note, in May, we're planning on mixing things up a little bit. Just for everyone to know, we are planning on breaking out the gaming bit on its own and having or bringing back Gaming Face Punch for that. And keeping Monkey Nut Punch here for your TV and movies bits. So, without further ado, it's time we got on with the movie news. Right. Um, do you remember a film, a little film that's supposed to come out in 2020? Um, it's called Ghostbusters Afterlife. And we were talking about it last week how we've pretty much fucking forgotten about it. And I think the marketing department at Sony have realised that everyone has forgotten about it. So they brought out this little trailer thing here, which I'm going I'm to play. I'm going to put no audio on for this one, um, just so we can see it. Um, for the people listening, I'm, 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 sorry, I'm dreadfully sorry, but we've got um, our main character. I can't remember his name. The guy from Ant-Man. Paul Rudd, I think. Oh. And Paul Rudd is uh, walking around a, a supermarket and uh, he's looking around for stuff. And uh, he notices, uh, well, walks past some marshmallows. We all know what marshmallows mean in the Ghostbusters universe. Oh, and, and then the marshmallows huh. are now doing something. Oh, he's even got the Michelin man on it. It's the one the Stay Puff Marshmallow guy. Yes, that's the one. Oh, he's a oh, little cute little oh, baby. Little cute. Oh. You bit him. Yes. So you've got a load of um, Stay Puff Marshmallow men, how can I put it politely, roasting themselves. Yep. Uh, putting themselves in to chocolate and something stores. else. Oh, that's what it's called, s'more. S'mores, yeah. yes. So, um, yeah, I there forgotten... a trailer released next to this? Because I I saw a video with a, that and a trailer on the end of it, and I don't remember seeing that trailer before, but it has been a year, so I could have forgotten. Yeah, I think, I, I don't know what's happening to this. I, I, if I were them, I would be bringing out uh, a new trailer. Um, that's what I thought they'd done, but I might be wrong on this. Yeah. Um I, I watched one and I don't remember Paul Rudd being in was Paul Rudd in the first trailer. Yes, Paul Rudd was in the first trailer. He was the teacher that was trying to tell them that something happened back in New York in the day. Um and he was trying to explain uh, to the kids it. that there were ghosts and ghoulies about, and that was back in the eighties, and then all of a sudden they just vanished after uh, a certain incident happened at a museum with Statue of Liberty. Um so yeah, it's uh it, it looks um see the thing is that the, the movie trailer and bits came out and then c19 happened as i'm going to call it from now on and i forgot i've completely forgot that uh, ghostbusters afterlife is coming out I, I can still remember people making jokes about uh ghostbusters 2016 especially thunder force on um netflix which i haven't watched which apparently is uh garbage um it's what's his face who's the guy who did paul blart mall, mall cop it's on oh, par with him um... Okay. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know who you mean. Exactly. Yeah. He's that. Remember? <laughs> Don't know his name. Yeah. 
it's I'm looking forward to it. I think by the time it comes out, I'll be able to go to a cinema. Woohoo! Oh, also I'll be going to the gym this Monday. So naturally, today's cheat day. Mm-mm-mm, I have eaten KFC for lunch. That's how cheaty I can get in today. Every day's been a cheat day for me, son. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> you're the right shape for every day being a cheat day. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not, so I have to uh I have to start measuring and uh, was it recording what I eat, but I won't be eating any Stay Puff marshmallows. I can tell you that for a start. They look creepy as fuck. I just want to stamp on. I them. think they're kind of cute. Oh, that's <laughs> cute in a creepy way. Um, it, it is because if you hear watch the trailer, they, they play that sort of Ghostbusters original music. You know the Zool music um from uh just you just get a hint of it and that is quite creepy and when they did that because i didn't know it was ghostbusters at first i completely forgotten about it and when you see the stay puffed guy jump out i was like oh what's this a new paul run movie with the stay puff guy and then like, oi they've stolen the ghostbusters music because you hear it in the background <laughs> i'd completely fucking forgotten that it's ghostbusters <laughs> They rip off Ghostbusters. Bastards! They rip off Ghostbusters. Terrible. So uh, it was only at the end that I realised. Oh, hang on, there is a third Ghostbusters movie. Oh yeah, he's in it. Oh, this must be. A- <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Now, it, now it makes sense. I have. Um, I've I've been reading. Sorry, Nigel. I had completely forgotten about another one. I probably only just had a small inkling, unlike you guys who properly knew. Well, but yeah. with, all, with all that, I know that Bill Murray is, is was whinging about filming. I know that. He was yeah. complaining about filming and, and being cold or whatever I mean <laughs> complain about. We have to remember, he's the miserable fact. He's the reason we haven't had a Ghostbusters 3. Um, yes. But saying that, there are two films that I would put in the uh, thing for possible Ghostbusters 3, and that would be uh, Evolution. Definitely feels like it could be a Ghostbusters 3. And then the other one is Big Trouble in Little China. Which yes, I think feels works. like it could be in the Ghostbusters universe, given the, the way things yeah. are. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It, I love that. Know, film. Could, that's a great, that's a fucking awesome film. My son pissed himself laughing at the bit where the guy goes down the uh, the ramp in the wheelchair because they've tied him to wheelchairs, and then he kind of goes trust Jack. Oh, is it Jack Burton? The check is in the mail. Have you paid you that, Jack? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's um, uh, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it now. Uh, that and Mortal Kombat and Godzilla, three films. I don't think I've really been looking forward to films since I've been locked down because I'm quite, I can take it or leave it. There's a few things that was like the Avengers, all that Avengers stuff I was excited for. But I think being locked down and knowing that I might be able to see that in the cinema near me is actually making me go, I actually want to see it. Hmm. So yeah, that Mortal Kombat, which comes out this Friday, if I remember correctly. So guess what I'm getting on pay-per-view on Friday evening. <laughs> I'm gonna look, Isn't I'm it coming out on? Netflix. I thought it was coming out on Netflix. Is it coming out on ne- Mortal Kombat on Netflix? Or is it Amazon? I, I it don't Amazon know. Amazon pay per view thing like it, it was for Godzilla. Yeah. Nigel, can I ask you a favor, mate? Can you Google how to watch Mortal Kombat in the UK for our UK listeners? Because that's going to be awesome when it comes up. Anyway, whilst Nigel is d- doing that, I know that he's a massive Star Trek fan. Um, so the next story, well, the next story he can be Googling while we're doing it. You're listening to the Monkey Nut Punch Podcast. I'm going to get some of those bits updated soon. Right. New Star Trek film uh, officially coming to theatres. There was a tweet, and apparently tweets are now official. 
Um, great, thanks. Really wanted to know that. Um, so there's a uh, there was a tweet that came out. Is it on this one or is it on the other one I read? It must have been on the other one I read, um, saying that uh, new things coming out. It sounds like what they're trying to do. They're trying to draw up interest so they can get investment because. From my understanding, that's because of the failure of the last film and the state of discovery discovery and the Star Trek Picard apology tour, um, they're having trouble getting funding because everyone's looking at it going, why the f- we, we want to pay for this? No one likes it. Look on mm. me, social media. Look on YouTube. No one says they like it. So I think it's a thing to try and drum up um, some support. It poo-poos the... Um, Quentin Tarantino version, which uh, which is um, was people talked about like a hard R Star Trek, which I'd be kind of interested in. But I'll be honest with you, Star Trek is probably more sex and violence. It should be more sex and violence. It's a fucking holodeck. If you want to engage in an orgy? That's fine, but clear it up after you finished. <laughs> an orgy on deck five. Give them up and back it to Mister Wharf. <laughs> I mean, but they tried parodying it, haven't they, Star Trek? And it and that didn't work because that was god awful. Everything they put they out, they did try parodying um, it. It worked. It was called Galaxy Quest. It was the best Star Trek yeah, film ever. That wasn't that wasn't an official parody, was oh, no, it? No, and and I agree with you. It's the I best mean, the Orville was yes. what started out as a parody of Trek and became better than Trek. Yeah. Um, so and most I enjoyed that old school Trek. Yeah. Fan, yeah, but most old school Trek fans think that's the new Trek because it kind of is. Um, yeah. And yeah, Not I mean, because I didn't watch it. Well, I didn't have a clue. Okay. I mean, well, I know, I know I you, you're it. covering one of these stories. So I, I won't talk too much about the TV stuff at the moment, but I, I, I can't be excited for a new movie. I, okay. I'd like to see Chris Pine come back. Cause I like Chris Pine's Kirk. Oh. I do kind of like that, 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 that central trio. Um, I think, I, I think if, if they, no, if I were to redo Star Trek, I'd definitely keep Chris Pine. Cause I think he, he, he can pull the character off. Not, yeah. not literally. Um, he can pull the character off. I, and I, I think, and Zachary Quinto can pull it off, but I think that the scripts and the way that the direction that have been pushed, into portraying these characters. You've got hyperactive Kirk, yeah? Kirk, they always make the joke about Kirk's always the one that gets sleeps with all the women and all that stuff. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. Not really. He did every so yeah, often. It was like one, one, one every, what, 12 episodes that he tried, mm. you know, bed. But that was, like, more story-related. I think Riker probably got more badge than Kirk did in the run of the series. And he was supposed to be there... Um, Kirk style character, but it's but Chris Pine needs to play Kirk because Kirk was clever. Yeah, remember yep. that bit in in the Wrath of Khan where Khan's taken over the Reliant and he turns around and goes, "I bet you he doesn't know that I can remotely shut down his bloody shields, and he hasn't probably changed the code." Get the book out. Find, find me the code. Find me the code. It's this code. Okay, so they flip the code up, switch the shields down, shoot him. He's like, "Go for it, Kirk." Yeah, you have those moments. Kirk was clever. Yeah, he was clever, and he was—he wasn't—he wasn't an ADHD kind of. He wasn't like the Chris Pine one again. This thingy, but Chris Pine can play that character if that makes any sense. He's not a million miles I away think, from it. I think he wasn't as ADHD in the first one. I think it became worse as the movies progressed. Um, and the whole Kirk on a bike scene in the third one was just <laughs> ridiculous. But um, I wish I knew what you were talking about. <laughs> 
Sounds like oh, a Top Gear episode that does. Kirk on like a bike, beams in, around the track. He beams in on a motorbike and then starts riding his motorbike around an alien ship. He takes them all on. On a, yeah, exactly. Um, that look says it all, and that that's right. There were things in um, Into Darkness that I quite liked, but a, as a rule, it was the, the weakest of the three. Um, but I'd like to see him back. I'd like to see um, what's his face as Bones back, Carl Ur 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 and 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 um, Zachary Quinto's spot. The th those three, because you know, it, it, because Leonard Nimoy appeared on screen with Zachary Quinto. He kind of officially handed him over the the the, the baton, yeah. if you like, and I'd like to see him come back because he was a quite a good Spock. Um, it's I'm just I can't. Do you know what I'd really like? I would like it if the the Enterprise comes across the Nexus. Yeah, and that way, he, Pike or uh, not Pike Pine can meet Shatner's Kirk. Yeah, that would be cool. Because that's the yep. way you can write it. Because it's you know the Nexus is weird spaceship, which they literally yep. just wrote weird spaceship, <laughs> and it's like well, you can get away with it. That that'd be great because you can imagine that they're, they're meeting up. Well, you could rewrite. You could rewrite a wall. A pine could appear and save. Because um, Malcolm McDowell still looks pretty much exactly the fucking same as he did in Generations. He hasn't really aged that much. I mean, you know, a little bit of sort of CGI around the eyes, perhaps, but you know, he could pull it actually, off. The only one that looks really old is, is Patrick Stewart, unfortunately. Do you know what would be really good, actually, is if, if, if the story is that he rescues himself, but Kirk says, I have to die there because that's where I'm supposed to die. And you're like, yeah, was... oh my God, he's committing. Yeah, and it's like kind of, and William Shatner probably could. He's really spry. For, is he ninety? Yeah, but, well, yeah, he is. But I mean, that was one of the biggest travesties. The way they killed off Kirk, and it pissed off a lot of people. That was one of the first things that that you know. That's why the next gen movies, I think, didn't do so well. Even though First Contact is is quite a good film, um, as well, because people got really angry the way they killed off Kirk, because Kirk always banged on about dying alone, and he didn't die alone. And okay. you don't you don't kill off somebody like Captain Kirk on screen. You should have left that to the imagination and never really covered it. And it, it, it was a really it didn't work. It was a it was a terrible thing. And 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 William Shatner was famously not happy with it afterwards. I, um I'll be honest with you. So you could undo that. You could undo I, that. I'll be and, honest and with you. Oh, I would have had it so he would have killed Wolsey's Mush and they would have killed each other, and then that's it. He would have killed him. The other guy would have killed over quickly, and then he would have just been lying on the floor bleeding out. And then Picard gets there, but he's already dead. That would have been more acceptable lot, in my book. I think uh, the way Undiscovered Country ended, you could have ended the original crew's missions there. You did not need generations. You did not need to put the original cast. I mean, it was, you know, seeing Scotty and, and, and Chekhov again, but you didn't have the full cast there. You you didn't have Spock, and okay, Spock came in in a later and, and thing. But it it just didn't it did not work. Generations with the with Kirk and that it, you didn't need it. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, I'm not a fan of Generations. Unfortunately, I, I like First Contact. I like Nemesis for God's sake, but that's because it's I, Star no, Trek I Two. Like Nemesis. I like Nemesis too. I like it is. Nemesis it, too. I, I love the fact that they team up with the Romulans to try and take down yep. the um, uh, the scimitar. That's just I just love the fact that they did that. 
And then you've got Shin's on doing all his, his, his shit. And he's like, oh, just turn the cloak, cloak off there. Oh, look, they can see us. Oh, what a travesty. They can see us. And strange, we've got all the guns pointing at that. Um, really that was... skinny Tom Hardy was in oh, that movie. Man. And then, then like, a couple of years later, he comes back as, was it Chopper? It's, I mean, he went from being this skinny no, little no, dude Chopper to this was Eric Banner. beefed up. Who did he play? Was it Bronson that he played? Bronson, it was. A, a, a beefed up massive mother and it's like oh this is the guy that was in star trek no 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 it's not and then you hear him talk you go okay he kind of stands the same but they don't look the same and now tom hardy's never gone down again has he? he's not a skinny even now he's still not a skinny bloke he's no. still a fucking built like a brick shit ass. it wasn't it wasn't um, i don't think it was uh, it wasn't that bad it wasn't as bad as people were making it out to be i think probably generation no, no, is worse Generations, Insurrection is the worst. Generations, Generations. and then I don't know, First Contact or Nemesis. I don't know which one I'd vote for, but I, I because I've got an emotional contact to uh, uh, contact to, to First Contact, so that might blur my 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 vision slightly. Yeah. Um. But um, I I, I look. I can't get this excited because what's his face has completely bollocked Star Trek, uh, Kurtzman. Yeah. Uh, for me, and it it, it it really has ruined my, you know, current love of anything. I need to new. go back and watch Rathacar Car now. I need to get in 4K. Yes. Awesome As a kid, movie. that movie was awesome. Sorry, Nigel. Well, Gareth, you say that. I, I remember a while back you said, here, have my Wrath of Khan uh, Blu-ray. Blu-ray, you bastard! It's sitting it's on my shelf along with another one. I don't know what it is. Have you watched it yet? Yeah, have you watched Wrath of Khan? Have I watched it? Oh, uh, no. This um, is the thing. We need, this is where we need the button. What do you mean you haven't watched it, Nigel? <laughs> That's the running guess. Have, have I watched it? it? Isn't that the one with the Kobayashi? It is. That the, Rafa Khan has the Kobayashi Mirage. Yes. Yeah, you've got to watch it, Nigel. Yeah, it is I, a really good film. It's on really? my It's on my Blue Red Bar. my Blue Red Shelf. It's on my DVD shelf. Um, but you lent me kindly, and I just haven't had the time to. It's 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 still in good condition. Uh, Thanks. <laughs> I've got it. Perhaps so you, you got it on Blu-ray. <laughs> it's just over here. <laughs> All right. Okay. Anyway, you know what, Nigel? When we can start meeting up again, come over. Yeah. We'll watch it together, and then we'll record something after to see. I'm going to interview you to see what your thoughts were on that film. Okay. Because it's okay. a good film, just a film film. If you just had a film on its own, mm-hmm. it's a good film. Not only is it a good film, good sequel. Not only is it a good sequel, it also ties back to Star Trek, the, the, the original series. But the way it's done, you don't need to know any of that. No. Seriously, it's done so well. It's one of the best, you, better ones. You can come in and watch that film without having seen Trek and still come out of it at the end, going, what have I just seen? That was an awesome movie. It's the lowest budget of all of the Trek movies, and it is by mm. far the best. It, it just... I sometimes, I think having a low budget causes you to be more creative, because you're like, fuck, we haven't mm. got the budget to do X. Then we have to find mm. a way around it, a clever way around it, too. You, you right. kind of then have to watch three and four to understand how Spock comes back, but then you no, can just, jump just, to just, six. Just watch the film. Don't worry about the rest of it. Just watch that one film. Yeah, Seriously, I think you let, you let me um, Star Trek. Well, you let me that film and another one, uh, both Blu-ray. I think six, I think it was two, two films. It's, pro- it's probably Undiscovered Country. Into so the dark. Is it Into the Dark? Into, no. into um, darkness. I don't think I've got that on DVD. Anywho, 
Let's move on to our next story. So, well, before we do that, <laughs> you asked me to find something out for you. Oh, yes. Get Mortal Nigel Kombat on UK. It. How do we watch Get it? Nigel Mortal it. Kombat. Obviously, um, Biffa has uh, said HBO Max, April 23rd. Obviously, we don't have HBO Max oh, over here. I thought it was. Yeah. So, what I've found is it's likely to be on Amazon Prime and probably going to be about 15 99 Yep, that's the same as Godzilla. Good. All right, awesome. Let's move on to our next one. Enjoying the podcast so far? Why don't you give us a like on YouTube? Thanks. Right, right, right. We know that Lucasfilm and the Disney have given us some fucking howlers when it comes to Star Wars. Now that's now a knife. Gonna... <laughs> now they're going to have a go at Indiana Jones. Um... And we know that it's going to be woke garbage pun. Which one? Which movie is that from? I, oh, I know exactly. Yeah. Oh, is that um, Temple? The Indian guys in the background. Yeah. Temple. Um... Yeah, no. It's a sequel. I, I can't remember the names properly. I just know what Temple. What do you mean you haven't watched it, Nige? <laughs> that's, that's, right, Okay. So we've got um, Lucasfilm uh, confirmed. New Indiana Jones will be all woke with the announcement of Phoebe Waller-Bridges. Now, Phoebe Waller-Bridges is, how can I put it, um, the person responsible for uh, killing Eve, Fleabag, and the, how can I put it, the droid activist in Solo. Yeah, okay. She and was bad be in the that, one who but... ruins James Bond. Killing Eve season one was good, Gareth. Killing Eve, Eve season, season one, one was good. I bet you're watching. Yes, it was. Spot season season one, season one was good. It got like bad, and she wasn't in that. Now, I, I look. I, I think she is the way you think she is, but I will say that I enjoyed Killing Eve season one, and it wasn't as woke as you think. It got far woker uh, once she left. She is, though, responsible for the feminine droid, um, feminist droid, and that's dreadful. It was the um, worst part of that film, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we don't know what she's done to James Bond, but uh, only, only oh, time will tell. Wait. Yeah. Oh, we're going to really hate that? the Shana Lynch because of her. She's no, written it, uh, Nigel. Yeah. She's she's head writer on, she's, on well, yeah uh, no yeah she's rewritten it sorry not written it because mm. someone else wrote it and she's gone in there to the rewrites apparently she's um feminized Bond so yeah. you know it, you know he's Bond going to be a, error. It, it's oh. going to be Bond asking for consent everywhere he goes yeah um right uh, the thing first thing first is. Uh, we, we think this is going to be the end of uh, uh, Indiana Jones one because uh, James Mangold is directing it, and I think we're going to try and give him a Logan-esque style ending. Um, the problem is that Logan-esque, uh, the Logan ending was was done really well, um, and he commented on Phoebe Waller-Bridge's addition to the film, saying, "I'm thrilled to be starting a new adventure in collaboration with a dream team of all great time filmmakers." He added, "Stephen Harrison, Kathy Frank." And John are all artistic um, heroes of mine. And when you add Phoebe Waller, Phoebe to the uh, Phoebe, a dazzling and brilliant creative voice and chemistry, she will undoubtedly be uh, uh, voice and chemistry yeah, she will undoubtedly bring to the set. I can't feel but lucky as Indiana Jones himself. Um, it's just waffle. bullshit. Yeah, it's it's, it's company mandated, and he's like, 
no, I, I'm director. I get final call. That's the point of director. You executive projector, you sign off on shit. Yeah, I pass you the capex, you sign capex, I get cameras. I then tell cameras to film via producer. Simple. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is going to be, oh my, I am, uh, well, well done, uh, well done. Not a single franchise has not been touched by this. I'm waiting for Knight Rider to get fucked up. Um, He-Man, He-Man's due to get fucked up soon. What else we got? Transformers. Mm, that was fucked up in a different way. That wasn't fucked up by politics. That was fucked up by bad filmmaking. So, um, what else we got? Zoids. Remember Zoids? Mm. I'm waiting for the feminist version of Zoids to come out. <laughs> Yes, we need well, this version of the Zoids. Giant mechanized robots fighting each other for resources on a far distant planet. Um, I'll be honest, uh, the, the last Indiana Jones movie, number four, was a tad shite. And, yes, uh, it was a tad shite, but I think we'll be screaming for that shiteness, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not keen on it because of what happened in the last film. If this has got a good plot and it hasn't got too many... Um, too many things that are just input, just to be input. Yeah, I know what you mean. Political you... things in an f- action film. Then I'm not, I'm not for it. I mean, yeah, put poli- political statements and political right or correctness, all that shit, into a film that deals with that sort of stuff. <laughs> but, but not into an action film. He's hunting for treasure. Why does it need to have that stuff in it? Uh, Yeah, I know the aliens piss you off, but I think it's the fridge that really got to you, isn't it? Me? Oh, yes, the fridge got to me the most. You know, you know what they're now saying about that fridge? They're now saying, and I don't know if this is true or not. Well, I know that part of it's true. I just don't know if if it was their intention. But the fridge they are now saying is a was a nod to Robert Zemeckis because. That was the original time machine in Back to the Future. It was going to be in fridge. some kind of oh fridge God, uh, no, thing, it wasn't, it wasn't and they fridge. then included it in 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 the Indiana Jones, and, and they're now saying it's a bit of a nod. No, because I, he I he know goes, he, he may have suggested a fridge, and then someone turns around and goes, "If you do that, children will kill themselves by putting themselves in fridges." And they're well, no, and that was the conversation, one of the, start to finish. One of the uh, one of the early scripts did have it in, and I've seen that. It, because because yeah. it, it, they then talk about the whole DeLorean thing because of John DeLorean's, you know, doing a cocaine deal to fund his cars thing. It's an interesting history, actually, of why the DeLorean ends up in Back to the Future. I, but, I prefer, um, the, I prefer the, the following, that Indiana Jones died in the fridge and everything from that point onwards is a hallucination as he's dying in the fridge from radioactive poisoning. Because yeah, that, that explains why he's all aliens. Yeah. Uh. And why um, why Ray Winston wasn't a geezer in the film either? Well, speaking of uh, Back to the Future, it was on the other day on TV, and um, I I said to the kids, "Let's watch this. Have you seen it?" And they went, "No, I haven't seen it. I've only oh. seen a little bit." And I was like, "Right, we're watching." And um, ten minutes in, you know where he's literally just start a film, going to meet Doc Brown. You know, afterwards they go. I'm bored. Nothing happens. I went. Shut the hell up. They're literally <laughs> something is literally about to happen. Two when minutes this later, this film gets to eighty-eight <laughs> miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. I, it would have been great if they'd said I was bored. And then Doc's brown line when this baby gets up to eighty-eight miles an hour, you're going to see some serious shit. <laughs> yeah. 
I just, I I just, always... just wait. They're in a car park. Like, yeah, they're in a car park. It's so cool. No, 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 no. This is where it happens. <laughs> a couple of times I've been down the motorway and I've got it up to 88 miles an hour and I've gone, no, no time travel. Better slow down. No. Flush. What, the only right. thing I know we've gone off topic, but I much prefer to talk about Back to the Future than I would the, that last fucking film. Um, mm. The only bit that got me in that is the fact that in a car park, he managed to get to 88 miles an hour pretty quick, right? Yeah. When he's got the same car back in the past, trying to match, get up to 88 miles an hour and hit the precise point on that thing, it it was like three-minute journey. Yeah, Nigel, Nigel, if that's what bothers you about this movie, let alone all the temporal dynamics and all of that crap, that's absolutely squiff, then, then really, seriously. <laughs> I'm a simple guy. I don't think into it too much. Um, I just went, why did it take him a car park length to get to 88, but it took him three minutes of pure, flat-out, unadulterated acceleration to get to 88 when he was in the past in the same car? Using the same fuel. All right. <laughs> now, then we'll end the Back to the Future podcast and move on to... Don't pick it apart. It's a great movie. I know. I um, love the film. I love the film. There's loads of other things you can take apart about it. All right. And, mm. But we'll leave it at that. There are. But I'm not going to... All right. Um, just a quick one before we still talk about Star Trek Picard. Yeah. Do you think if we if the internet had a whip round, we could put a hit out on Will Wheaton? <laughs> um, I I, I, Will Wheaton. I can't stand him. Um, who's Will Wheaton? I was it's an absolute travesty because I've mentioned this before. One of my favorite books is The Martian, right? And I went to re-download it the other day on Audible. They have removed the original narrator and re-recorded it with Will fucking Wheaton. And I just, I, I, I sat in the bed and I was like, Wheaton! <laughs> I, yeah, I know. Um, right, okay. Let me just read, read just the, 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 the line from the story. During Monday's first contact day celebration, Paramount Plus officially announced the return of Star Trek Next Generation mysterious, mysterious, mischievous, Troublemaker Q, as fan favorite Trek alum John Delancey is set to reprise his role in the upcoming season of Star Trek Picard. Shit. Now you're going to ruin I Q. I should be excited. I should have been excited about this, but then I watched Picard season one. Um, and I know what they're going to do. They're going to undo the whole he's an android now thing. Sorry. Spoilers, people. Um, because, yes, he's, a, he's an android now. He's a golem. Yeah, yeah, work that one out. Um, uh, but um, it's uh, I love John Delancey and I loved him as Q, and he was he was brilliant. And um, uh, this is going to be utterly shit. It's going to be all woke bullshit. He'll probably turn into a woman halfway through. Right. Um, Can no. I just point out two things? Yeah. All right. Q when he meets. Uh, Cisco in Deep Space Nine is brilliant because yeah. Cisco fucking starts off by punching him with the first opportunity he gets, which is great. Well done, Cisco. And Q's best interactions were with Janeway. Yes. Was, yes, when was so flirting much, with her. It was so much better. I think the only one that was really good on, on Star Trek Next Generation was, I mean, interactions, was the um, the one where they make him human. 
Well, and he just yes, that was quite good. Naked. But it's quite good when he first meets um, Guinan, uh, Whoopi Goldberg's character. That that interaction between you, if you've never seen that, that's really funny. Because <laughs> mm. he, he does not like Guinan and she scares him and she puts the willies up him. And it's it's quite amusing <laughs> how, how, how it happens. So it's that if you've never seen the episode where Q meets Guinan for the first time, that's pretty good. Um and and very and very funny. Um, but you're right. When he was flirting with um, Kathy, as he called her, that that was fantastic. I I I was, I, as I said, I should have been excited by this news as as a next gen fan. But because I've seen what they've done to Picard and how they belittled him in season one and just made it what it was, um, they destroyed his character. Patrick Stewart went along with it because. Patrick Stewart's all wokey here now, and in my opinion, a bit. Um, I think he's but, got a uh, in the head too. Yeah, I do, and I mean that. In and I don't mean that. I genuinely do think he's gone a bit mad. Um, and um, yeah, uh, I'm not looking forward to this. They also released the Discovery season four trailer. Yes, unfortunately, it's happening. And yeah, we've got yeah. new uniforms, <clears throat> and it was god awful, and it was all about Captain What's a but um, Captain Burnham um, and Saru's nowhere to be seen now, except where you get one shot of him when he's wearing a My sack. Contract ended, and he's kind of been sidelined. Mm. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is the long and short of it. Is until Kurtzman is gone, and him and anyone that he's put in charge has been removed from uh, Star Trek Discovery or Picard, it's going to be shit. And I know mm -hmm. that the people who are running paramount at the moment are desperately trying to get their version of star trek on which they believe will sell better and do better worldwide which i think is the case the downside is they have damaged the brand beyond recognition star I trek discovery so. is shit i really need to, i need to get the clip where tilly's doing the thing and she's running around doing the the, the, the thing where they're supposed to run around the deck and i really just want to dub in you've got two more laps you fat bitch because <laughs> it's like, oh, she's won, and then it just goes, You've got two more laps, you fat bitch, get back on it. It is, in all due respect, it is like the special Olympics when she wins, though, isn't it? It's like everyone gets a prize, yeah. dude. It's they could have done, they could have developed that character in a different way, they really could have. They could have yeah. turned around and said, Look, I ain't good with people, but I can be a specialist, and then she turned around and she learns mycelial networks shit with stamets but no no you, they try to like oh, no 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 the writing room is appalling they're not sci-fi writers they haven't written trek before they don't fundamentally understand it it's 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 just it's dreadful anyway we're, we're hashing over old ground so um let's, but let's, yes let's move on shall we brave enough to follow us on social media why don't you follow us on twitter at monkey nut punch thanks Right, I think Keith knows who Dictor Van Doomcock is. Um, Overlord DVD. I, I sometimes I have to take some of the shit that he says with a pinch of salt. I don't quite believe it, and I'm, I'll be honest with you, I don't quite believe this story. It's you suffer from confirmation bias when you hear some of these things. So the story goes as follows: New rumor claims that Falcon and the Winter Soldier viewers turned off show after BLM messaging. Now, the messaging wasn't quite blm i would say it was probably identity id poll definitely identity politics but it wasn't directly black lives matter um politics um where was that gareth 
I don't uh, even... Second episode when the two of them are having the argument outside the guy's house and the police uh, turn up to try and stop Sam and then they realise that he's the Falcon. I don't quite believe Yeah, that. okay. I, 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 to be honest, it, it's such a stereotype that so many shows do now. I didn't even really notice it. Now that you say it, yes, but no, I don't believe that either. I, 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 I don't believe it. Another... I think they just turned it off and didn't at the end of the second episode when this is boring. I think they, yeah. It was it's... right at the end, wasn't it? That bit. Yeah. Was it? And the it episode was boring. It might... It may be a case of that the, the 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 times are averaging out where people have just dropped off to it regularly. I don't think it was. I, I couldn't personally. I couldn't really see it. I that wasn't BLM messaging. That's nowhere near. I mean, the, you know, compared to what a lot of shows are doing at the moment. Where, trust me, that it's, wasn't it's, BLM right, messaging. The weird thing is, is is when it comes to the kind of the identity politics, the Sam Wilson character tries to look. Always seems to look past it. Hmm. He, the character, I think it's the way that I think it's probably they've written Anthony Mackie probably doesn't give a shit about it. He's probably concerned about sensible things, you know, just like kind like of just regular justice in, and stuff like that. Being in a series that's actually yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was going to be a bit more, I thought it was going to be stupidly fun action, but no. Yeah, um, we'll talk about it in the review We'll talk section, about that later. Yeah. Um, yes, you can be Captain America. The English lady who's ginger. Um, and we'll leave it at that. Right. Now, whenever you come across these kind of hot button political things, my my thing is you'll have an initial reaction to it. And I call this the human reaction. Yeah, you'll see something and then you'll react and go, <gasps> yeah. But my logical part of my brain kicks in and turns around and says, I haven't got all the data. Yeah, and then when you have all the data, then you can make a decision on it. You, there's nothing wrong with that initial reaction to it, but until you have all the data come through, at the moment there's a trial going on, and doubt, no doubt of the results, there will be rioting, and buildings will burn, and people will have their property destroyed at the end of it, and people throwing uh, um, what do you call it, throwing petrol on this fire, be it Victor Van Doomcock or other activists, I think is not good. I think it should be just kept until you know, proper judgment. I used to be an avid member, or, or and I used to support a lot of these channels in the fandom menace. But I do think they now just make videos to be because that's their brand, and they have to almost create content or create reasons to make videos now. And sometimes they level on things that don't deserve it. I mean. You can level on Falcon and Winter Soldier, as Nice said, for being boring. <laughs> yes. Because it is, right? Yeah. Um, you can level on it being not Marvel because it doesn't feel like it. There's loads of things that you can criticize it for. The wokeness side. It, there, it, there is it, there is wokeness in it a lot. We'll get to oh, it. Yeah, but there is because Matt it is Marvel, but it isn't like. It certainly isn't like any of the, uh, some of the other Marvel stuff. It certainly isn't. Um, like a lot of stuff in the US now. I mean, to a certain extent, you're going to have to take that because this is the times that we live in. But that was not... That, I never... Until you've I, told me that, I, I didn't really... I, I thought the bit with the bank and the sister was the closest yeah. thing. And it, was, it wasn't him. It was the way the sister was reacting. That was the bit that got me. That's the bit where it's like kind of... 
It wasn't, it wasn't, see, the thing is, what they're trying to do is they're trying to be clever and turn around and say, hey, it's not the racism of skin colour, it's the racism of those who got blipped out of existence and then blipped back into existence. Yes, I know. Yeah, I know. and it's like kind of got all those greedy people who have uh, accumulated their property and their money and whatnot since since they've disappeared. And when it comes mm. back to that, Tony, why did you just not hit the fucking undo button? Not Tony. Oh, yeah, we're, well, we'll Banner. come back to the review because I've, I've, I've got so many problems with this thing. But anyway, um... I, I, yeah, look, I agree with you, Gareth. I, I don't think, um, I don't think it was that bad. I generally I don't, don't. Think, it, I don't I, think people it, switched it wasn't, off. It wasn't that bad. I don't think it is. I, I think maybe people are a little more sensitive to it because we don't have US TV. Yeah, we get, we get our own, our own internal politics that happens here in the UK. Yeah. And, and maybe it's because we see things differently because we're outside that. That might be a possibility. Yeah. True. But then again, it might be a possibility that that, that that we're seeing it because we're only being told about it. But I don't think it was the case. And I don't think bringing it up at this point in time is a good thing either. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah, it, after yeah. after the, the trials happened. Yeah? yeah, after the trials happened, maybe. But not while it's happening at the moment, because it's not good. Anyway, that was a bit fucking heavy. Let's move on to gaming. <laughs> I've got to put the news story up. First things first. What I'd, what I'd like to say, um, as we're going on to gaming, and you mentioned somebody called that Will William fella, um, oh, it got me got me thinking. Who the fuck is there Will was this, Yeah, I thought, who the fuck's Will Wheaton? And I Googled him. And, uh, and I realised he, he made something that I used to watch back oh, in no, 2007. Oh, no, silly woman. What was her name? Felicia. Felicia. Day. Uh, Day. The Guild. Back yeah. before YouTube was really a thing, um, back in 2007, something like that, I used to really enjoy it because I used to play a lot of MMO RPGs, and that's yeah. what they used to. What like Dark actually, Ages of Camelot Night, like that one, <laughs> which I found a free shard and I can play for free now. Anyway, um, so yeah, that's what got me thinking uh, about the Guild, the the program. It's a six series sort of web series as it were i don't know how many episodes per se but they just play off all the tropes and it just doesn't take itself seriously in the slightest one of those which if you like that sort of thing it's worth watching and yeah, unfortunately I, I, he's in it yeah now when it comes to flitted day one she's got older yeah sorry she's same age as me well she's a bit older but uh, and then the other thing too is when she a stupid comments during game again I had to cross the street because he was wearing a gamer t-shirt. I'm like, fuck off, Bing. Dumbass. I had to cross the street because he was carrying a sawn-off shotgun. That's what it sounds like. It's like, oh, piss off. You're just trying to score big points. <laughs> piss right off. And that's when I think I went, well, oh, no. And Will Wheaton's just, he's been obnoxious since fucking TNG. <laughs> I'm sorry, Will Wheaton. The only good thing he was in was Stand By Me with Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, uh, River Phoenix and all that. That's the only thing I think I I enjoyed him in. Um, yeah. But even then, he wasn't the standout character. Yeah, I think it was River Phoenix, which was the standout character, and Corey Feldman. Um, oh. Those two ones stuck out because Corey Feldman was a kid who had his face burnt off with the stove because his dad was drunk. And anyway, what I'm going to do? I'm just going to put a bump in here because we were supposed to talk about gaming. Um, yeah, Sorry, so I started talking about uh, sort of like a mixture of gaming slash film there. Yeah. Series. So, anyway, yeah. we're gonna get on with the we're gonna get on with the story because. And you will respect my authority. 
right. Okay. Um, the Bloomberg have had a spate of news from Sony, and I imagine it's probably to get investors excited for Sony products and Sony services, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and they've been talking to a guy called David Jaffe. Now, David Jaffe, if I remember correctly, is the guy who came up Twisted Metal and God of War on the PS2 and PS3. Um, so, yeah, they were talking to him and they said that um, Sony's reportedly working on a counterpunch to Xbox Games Pass. It's not difficult. They have the services already there. It's called PlayStation Now. You can download games on it and you can stream games on it too. And you can stream games on it to other devices. So they're practically there. They've only got to do a few more things in order to open it up, get some deals with people in place, get some more games on there, and bosh. Finally, this is the bit that makes me laugh, is that PlayStation Now is hosted through Microsoft Azure services. <laughs> so Microsoft get money out of it either way. Um, so, yeah. Um, yes, yes, why not? Why, why is it taking so bloody long? Guys, seriously, what's wrong with you, Muppets? I don't know. Game Pass is such a good thing for Xbox. It really, really is. Um, the ultimate uh, that we've both got really, really is fantastic. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, you know, beforehand, I was sitting there going to you, oh, do I get an Xbox One or do I wait it out and wait for the Xbox S or X to come out? Um because I really want to go on that Game Pass, and you went, ah, just just wait a bit, like get a new console. Yeah. And turns out that the deal, you can buy the console along with the uh, the ultimate Pass, Game yeah. Pass, like as a as an all in one thing. Yes, is such good value, so fucking brilliant. Yeah, that I'm I'm sitting there going, how much space have I got on my hard drive left? Oh. I've got 200 gig. I wonder what games I fancy. Yeah. And I'll just browse and go, oh, fancy that, download, fancy yeah. that, download. And, and, and saying that, the Microsoft Store, because I, I I do, have you, have you signed up to Microsoft Rewards? Yeah. Yeah, so you so you, if you use Edge Browser and you do X amount of searches a day and do their little quizzes and whatnot, you earn points. I earn 15 quids worth of points, which I spent the other day, and then I spent £8 on top of that, and I got... Phantom Pain, um, Metal Gear, uh, Ground Zeroes, um, Metal Gear 2 and 3, and Castlevania. All, it worked about eight quid. I paid for all four of those games, along with my earned bits of Microsoft rewards, hmm. which is great. Because, I, as I said, the Xbox in, in the house is the all digital. I'm going all digital with them to see how it goes. I don't play Xbox as much as I do in PlayStation, but I have been playing Metal Gear. And anyone who's been watching me recently, like kind of Chuck, Chuck knows that I did some testing um, because he just turned up to my um, Metal Gear testing, goes, here, have a like. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just tinkering around, mate. Um, so, yes, please, Sony, bring it out. This is what we know. We talk about competition is good. Yeah. It's not great if one uh, company dominates completely. This is a prime example of competition being good for the consumer. This is what you want. You do not want a so just one person dominating the whole thing because mm. with the competition you get these innovations which is fantastic i think we should move on to our next story hi we've also got a facebook page why don't you pop over there and give us a like you can also watch the live streams on there thanks okay right why is nigel farage on my fucking computer i'm not joking every advert i've got a fucking nigel farage on my computer do you know what um I don't, I don't hate him. 
but I don't. I'm not a big fan of him. Why is he on my computer? I, I don't. I, I don't like the fella. Is he and watching the pot? Are you watching the podcast? Uh, 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 can nice finish? Can nice finish? I, I was watching YouTube the other day, and you know you get those fucking skippable five, you know, minute ads or whatever, and it keeps popping up about financial advice. I know he used to be a banker, and oh, he's God, still like, a wanker. That, but, that, still a, Gareth, that was a joke because that's Nigel Farage's favourite line. Ah, can I finish? Oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't. Oh, know. is it? I don't know. I just realised something, political. Nigel. I know. I know why he's giving you financial advice now. It's because Brexit's over and he's got nothing to do. Because ever since the late nineties, he's been complaining about getting out of Europe, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So now yeah. he's, he needs a new job. But on the bright side, at least he didn't try and keep the Brexit thing going to keep his job going. He has moved off into something else, which I applaud him for. But get off my fucking screen. Get out of my life now. I don't need to. I don't need it. Is it? Is is? I'm just trying to watch a football manager video, video, and I see a fucking advert pop up going. Oh yes, I think this investment is going to be. I don't care. Get off. Skip. Anyway, how right, about the story? Just a quick one before we move into the story. Right. I used to use Brave Browser. Brave Browser works great on Windows. Shit on Mac. Edge works better on Mac because Brave needs an update. Every fucking day, um, and it's okay I, on 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 Windows because I've got it on Windows for, for the Windows side of my Mac and for my work PC, and it's great on that. And I also use the browser on my phone too, but on Mac it's shit because it constantly is updating. Um, but yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel, no, use Brave is pretty good as a browser. All right, especially for Windows. I think it's probably better. I think the next best one's probably sounds awful when I say Microsoft Edge might be the next best browser. Um, mm. um, which is really, I don't know how that happened. What it missed something somewhere, but anyway, back on with the story. Hang on a moment. <laughs> I had to reboot the story. Um, Naughty Dog are gonna remake The Last of Us, the first Last of Us, because no one's interested in The Last of Us 2 again for PS5. What the fuck? Seriously. Why, why flog a dead horse once when you can do it twice? I'll just keep flogging it so it twitches so it looks like it's got movement. What the hell? Right, okay, this comes up again right. from these Bloomberg leaks, yeah? Um, so apparently The Last of Us is being poised to be re-released on the PS5. Okay, I think in 4K it would look pretty fucking sweet. I think everything would look really good in 4K, but I think that people are, how can I put it, a little shick of um, how can we put it, the uh, naughty dog, especially after The Last of Us Part Two. People can look at that game and go, I'll give it a miss, mate. The, the, the thing with this is, right, yeah, it came out on the PS3 and then they did a, um, a remaster, essentially, which I have on the PS4. I've got that I've on the PS4. PS4 too. And then it's part of a PS Plus collection if you have a PS5. Yes. And the graphics do look really very good. So why do we need a remake of an already remade right, game this, that looks right, good? Honest, this is the other thing well. too. Is it going to be a Capcom-style remake or is it going to be Konami-style remake? Because a Capcom remake, yeah, look at um, Resident Evil 2. Yeah, Have you seen Resident Evil 2 compared to what it was like on the PlayStation 1? No. no. Oh, dude, it's one of the best fucking remakes you can get. It's really done really well. 
top of the line graphics. They were getting ready for next gen when they pumped this game out. Resident Evil 2, fantastic. Resident Evil 3, uh, pick up at discounted rate and you'll probably enjoy it, but don't pay full price for it. Really good again. This is the thing that kind of gets me is that 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 I think people you know, they're gonna find that no one wants this game, even though that the game is regarded as one of the best games probably ever made. They'll look at it and they'll go, We know where the story's going. Goodbye. We don't touch it. It good might be good for a PlayStation Now title, maybe to encourage people to go on PlayStation Now, I'm thinking, given the other story. Um, but fuck me, sideways. No. No, no. I don't no. see the purpose in it. Resources could be put elsewhere um, because there is it's already available in next-gen graphics or current-gen, essentially. And it looks good, and it plays well. Why Why another remake of the same game? All right. I'd... See, now this, this, this leads it quite well into my next story. So hold on tight. Here comes the next story. Hi, this is Nigel. And I'm talking in my lovely narrator's voice. Bask in its loveliness. But don't bask for too long. We need your help. Come to YouTube and watch our videos for the love of God. Well, send Keith round to your next barbecue and he'll eat all your food. Tosty! You have been warned. Right, okay. Oh, Nigel's disappeared. Nigel Ferraris was on, on the screen, I'd just like to point out. Okay. Um, right. Day's gone. I think Days Gone was the best zombie open world game or zombie game of the last generation. And I'm annoyed that it took me to the start of the pandemic to play the bloody thing. Admittedly, didn't release very well because of the bugs, this, that, and the other. The PlayStation 4 version of it was good. The PlayStation 5 version is better because the hardware there is to su supports it so much better. You get a beautiful 60 frames a second, 40k. And it is good. It's entertaining. The story with the Nero guys, um, how the zombies are changing and how they've kind of, some of them are remembering. So they, you follow the Nero guys and they're like astonished because they found they found a, a dead, what do they call them? They don't call them zombies. They call them um, the infected, the hooligan virus ones, um, creep, uh, not creepers, um, like stalkers or whatever it is. It's come back home, yeah, whilst infected, got dressed, put on their wedding ring and walked out the fucking door. And everyone's like, what the fuck? And when you hear this in the story, it's like, shit, they're, they're evolving. There's, there's, something's causing them to change because the virus, the hooligan virus, acts as like the inverse of cancer. Where cancer would eat you, the hooligan virus helps you build muscle mass and stuff. So you have these breakers in there, like big buff dudes who can smash things. You have the, the, the dog runner things, which are like infected wolves. You have the ragers, which are the infected bears done really well i put one guy on on it at work he's still playing it now four months down the line from when he first started playing it because he loves it that much he's trying to platinum it i think he's gone through it normally and he's gone through it now on like super difficult mode with game plus and everything it's i found it really good it starts it's weird because it did start slow and then they started layering in the characters and bits and it got better and better and better as you went along and then i hear Oh, we're remaking The Last of Us, which nobody wants because we've already got a remake. And they're going, no, we're not going to do Days Gone 2. Piss off. Piss right off, Sony. What are you doing? Seriously, go to Bend and say to him, look, whoever managed you, we're going to put a manager alongside him so you can get shit done. That's it. Because I know what it was, but Days Gone overran by about two and a half years. But 
Tony did ask them to change it. They changed it from like this kind of fixed kind of gameplay to an open world, which was like, Christ, we're not ready for an open world. And we used the Unreal Engine, and that wasn't ready for an open world. Yeah. But they managed to get it done. And when you get a, when you get attacked by like a couple of hundred zombies, you're like shitting your pants. The mill scene in it, yeah, where you get attacked in the mill, and there are fifteen hundred everywhere, and you can you can set off log traps and put explosive barrels down and throw Molotov cocktails and napalm-ish cocktails at them and you're running up the side of the hill and you are crapping your pants because there's like fucking hundred after you, yeah? It feels like feels like The Walking Dead should be, if that makes any sense. And I love this game. This game is great. And I'm so pissed off. I'm hoping this is not the case. I'm really hoping this is not the case and they haven't cancelled it. Um, but... <laughs> Again, it comes in the Bloomberg leaks, so waiting for other ones. I know that Sony Bend, maybe they're on. They have to do something because I know they've shut down good chunk, a good chunk of Sony Japan. I don't know what they're thinking at the moment. More is better sometimes, and this is a case of more is better. Anyway, I'll let you guys talk now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I was reading this, and it could be that they shut it. They shut the idea down of Days Gone Two because maybe the pitch was just shit. Um, the story that they thought about doing for Days Gone 2 just wouldn't cut the mustard, wasn't a good enough pitch, etc. So I just think um, it could be that. And I hope I, it's that. I don't think it's that because I you can pitch a really good game off the back end of that one, that first one. That had a great story. Seriously, it had a really good story. We lost Keith, by the way. So, um, oops. <laughs> And it, it looked like he was about to talk as well. Yeah, <laughs> it did look timing. like he was about to talk. Um, Beautiful. Um, but I, no, I, I think if, even if it was terrible, I would sit there and go, you know what? If, if you've seen this, there's a, there's a, there's a video on, on YouTube where they go, it's like 21 insane details that are in Days Gone. Yeah, and it shows things like kind of you ride through the tires, your, your, your bike stays muddy for a while until you go through water or it dries out. And then the thing with the trigger discipline, if you watch the guy's hand, when he's walking around the gun, he's got his finger on the, the, the trigger like that. So it's not uh, not sorry, it's against the side of the gun like that. So he's not on the trigger. He's, yep. His pupils dilate in light. The, the details fucking mad what they put into it. They did a really good job. I think that Tony should have just sent um, some guy down there to say, right, we're going to manage you this way because you're taking too fucking long. Do you know what I, I mean? Um, you've got, you got me to download that game and... Uh... Uh, I got it on the PS5, and I do like it. I haven't played it too much because I had too many games to play. Um, and I played the first hour, hour and a half, something like that, where I think um, I got to somebody's camp who had nicked my bike and basically demolished the bank, uh, demolished the bike, and uh, he gave me this shit heap to use. Um, so I got just a bit further than that, and. I want to go back to it because it so far, although it is a bit slow, I'm sure it'll pick up. Oh, it does. It escalates. It seriously, it escalates. It starts off and it seems really boring, and then it, just little bits pop in. It's like the bit, the bit that got me when I was playing it, which was the hook, was I was riding along towards this town, yeah, and all of a sudden a fucking helicopter flies overhead. Mm. Right now, in the Walking Dead second series or third series, a helicopter flies overhead and they do nothing about it. In this, your guy sees a helicopter and goes, fuck it, and chases after the bloody thing. 
He then parks up nearby and then follows the people around to try and find out what the fuck is going on. Which was that that was the bit that hooked me because it's that's what I want to do in that that's what I would do in that situation. They wrote it in, they did it. Mwah, fantastic. Yes, yeah. yes. Right. <clears throat> but yeah, it's a it's a great you need to play more of it. You trust will, me, it will, it will start grabbing you after a while. I will do. I will be playing that a little bit more. Um I, I if they do make a days gone two, and I hope they do then uh, I would take the resource away from the nonsense that is the remake yeah. of The Last of Us remake, which has already been remade, and put it into Days Gone 2, come up with a proper story to follow on from the end of the last one. Simples. And that will lead into our next story. A <coughs> uh, word's too much for you? Then you should follow us on Instagram. We put pretty pictures out. Thanks. Right, Uncharted, again to another one of these fucking Bloomberg leaks, Uncharted, um, they look like they're making another Uncharted game, you know why they're making another Uncharted game, don't you? Uh, because The Last of Us didn't fucking hit the mark, and Sony's gone, we, we want a big blockbuster, we want a big blockbuster, that's their focus now, they want big blockbusters, and The Last of Us Part 2, well, regardless of all the awards and shit, and we know that they're shit because... Tons of them were handed out to um, Cyberpunk before the game came out. Um, <laughs> 200 awards. For what? It hasn't been released. Um, and we know that they want this. So they're, they're, they're putting through a, a, a sequel f uh, through it. Um, mm. well, I didn't mind uh, Thief's End. I thought it was quite a decent the game. Is they, they ended it. I did. That was the problem. They ended and it. And it was nicely ended as well with the daughter and telling him, then telling him about you know, just their lives and what they've done. I thought just it was a, nice. Just, just a quick one. Nadia Farage is back. Fuck it. Scroll down. He'll go he's away. Like, <laughs> he's fucking back. He's back on the page. Look him off. Well, look, he's um, making an effort, all right? Most people, when they become unemployed, don't make something that much of an effort. <laughs> um, that's because Nigel and Farage is unemployed. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, I think that they should make another one. Um, I think that Neil Druckmann needs to stay away from it. I think they need to go back and rehire Amy Hennig because she was responsible for the first three games. Get her on board and get her doing it because that was her baby. Yeah. She understands it. She will know the people to get in place in order to get that job done. And I think it will work. The, the, the one, what was it, the one they did? They did the one with Chloe and what's so much the bag? Nadine. Right on, uh, the fourth one, yeah, Nadine. Right, that was the one thing that pissed me off. Nadine should have died at the end of the fourth game or they should have given you the option to talk her out, yeah? So you could mm. have talked her out of whatever she was doing and she walked away. I'm sorry, Nathan Drake in the Uncharted universe has killed more people than fucking cancer and he couldn't take out a small woman. Bullshit, yeah? Him and Sully couldn't take out a woman. Him and his brother couldn't take out that woman. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. He's fought fucking zombies. He's fucking taken on bloody weird hallucinations. He's taken on Yeti-like creatures in, yeah. uh, in thingy. And he can't take out a small woman. Bullshit. If she, The thing is, the way that she fought, she fought like a man. Rather than fighting like a man, she should fight like Sharon Carter. Because Sharon Carter would pick up a fucking fire extinguisher and take someone out with a fire extinguisher. That would have made her a bit more formidable. If she was always carrying around like a, a some kind of kosh or a, a nightstick or something with her, 
I would have believed it a bit more and she would have made her look clever at the same time. But she should have been the bad guy, but they didn't let her be the bad guy and didn't let you take her out. Um, and the only thing that I found that humanized the character in all the stories was probably the bit where she's in the game with Chloe and there's a bit where she sees some monkeys. Yeah. And she goes, look, monkeys. I like monkeys. And that was the only thing I found really likable about the entire character was one line. Yeah. I like Chloe yeah. Black, but, you know, <clears throat> she's gone a little weird recently. So, yeah. Kate, I, yeah. Oh, I was going to say that that game, I did play it for it. Didn't we get that on Game Pass or something? Um, no, no, we got not that. Game Pass. That, um, that, right, that was the, I think that's one I messaged a load of people because it became free on the PlayStation Network by accident. And I told everyone to download it. I'm sure I played I, I, I played it and finished that one. Mm. And yeah. It was a short uh, one. It was, it like was a fairly much. short yeah. Uh it was almost like a, a DLC, but they were selling it for a lot of money. No, they didn't I don't think they sell it for full price either. Huh. It was like I'm sorry, it was like twenty, thirty pounds, not full price. It is definitely not a game that I bought a physical copy of. I think I did get it digital. Yeah. Uh, it's probably because of what you said. So, um, although the game was okay, uh, you know, it had the same fighting mechanics as the other game. Um, so it played the same. Nice locations, looked yeah. really great. I, I never thought that the two felt believable as a pair. If really. it was, if it was um, uh, Claudia Black's character, wasn't it? And Chloe and Sully, it would have worked well. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah. you could have a sully sexual innuendos and Chloe going, Don't be such a dirty old man. Yeah, that would have been fun. Thing. And and and, Sully's, and if you would have had bits where she was on her own and in trouble, yeah. And, and there were there were the the Dean character, if I remember rightly, was all the way through. Um I say all the way through, it's not like she was doing it every five minutes, but it was almost every twenty to thirty minutes she would make some really nasty comment about um Nate and her brother and his brother. Oh, they fucked me over. You know, she would do that. I can't remember. Can you not? I've done, but I can't remember. Yeah, they. She met. She was the one who was mentioned all the time and being told to get the fuck over it, basically by by client. So it was um not a great game, but in terms of an isolated game, game mechanics, the way it looked, the way it played, it was nice. Yeah. Okay, all right. Now, let's go and talk about something a bit more unpleasant, shall we? All right, Casey, baby, you get second chair for this one. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Well, well, well. I don't know why I'm fucking watching this. I watched it yesterday. I think I watched it. I think you were doing your podcast with your mates. And um, I think I had to tell you to fix your audio. And then I was like, I then realized I hadn't watched it by watching your podcast. I don't think I would have watched it if I hadn't saw your face going, shit, i got to talk to, the, talk to Keith about this on Sunday. Um, so then I watched it after. Um, yeah, right. Well, um, I like the end. Um, the end was fine for me. I, I, I kind of like, I watched it and went, eh, yep. Yep, I, I can accept that as, as as an ending. I can understand where the guy's coming from, this, that, and the other. Um, but uh, certain things in there. So we've got the what's her, what's the ginger girl's name? Um, Emphas, it's not Emphas Ness because that was uh, uh, Star Wars, wasn't it? 
Is it Naomi Nadine? No, no, no. Carla. Right, anyway. Brave and stunning ginger woman gets compared to Captain America. I think you should be Captain America. Oh, fuck off. Did she? Yes, she did. She got compared to Captain America in the graveyard when they're finding the super soldier serum. So you've got all the the men going, would you take the super soldier serum? Yeah, and you've got uh, Anthony Mackie's character, um, Sam Wilson, going, no, I don't need to take no super soldier serum. I've got that fucking... Rocket powered pants back here, guy. Why Which he that? never uses other than the first episode where he had it. Yeah, for, he used it this one. Yeah. We, oh, yeah, but it's, it, it's taken. I mean, I think it's episode taken, three, yeah. he didn't even use it. He's the fucking Falcon, and you barely see him as the Falcon. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he said that he wouldn't take it, which was you know, sensible. Yeah. And then you've got Baron Zemo who puts out the point is that anyone who takes this winds up getting corrupt in one way. You don't need any more red skulls in it, and that's why we should stop it. His logic is sound. Um, and then you got the Wakandan women, the Dora Milaje, who sound like a like an ice cream. And we'll have a Dora Milaje, which sounds like a Ferrero Rocher um, caramel ice cream mix, which sounds gorgeous now I say it. Triple caramel ice please. That's a Dora Milaje. Um, right, first things first. Um, you are spoiling us, Mr. Empress. <laughs> first things first. Um, do you know why? You have MP5 guns, yeah? Yeah. It's an MP5? Yeah, P90, those sort of guns. They've got like submachine gun category, I think, that, that, that is for them, right? Do you yeah. know why they have, why the military use them, yeah? Because having a big, long rifle and moving around a room, you want to get caught in things that prohibits your, your movement, okay? So does carrying spears. And also it kind of comes across as a bit racist at the same time too. Yeah? Don't want to say, I didn't want to be the one person who points out that you've given the African people spears. Yeah, why do, they could Michael have guns. Just came, they could Michael just go just came. hand hand. Sorry. Yeah, could, why don't they have like futuristic pulse cannons? Because you know you're from Wakanda and you've got all this kind of tech. Yeah. Why are you walking around with spears? Stop firing those bloody spears at me! Um, but <laughs> did they did they have those in um, uh, Black Panther the film? Yes, they had them in Black Panther yes. too, and it was silly in Black Panther too. I think the only one who made any sense was his sister in Black Panther 2, who I thought was going to be really annoying, but it turns out she was more annoying in Infinity War than she was in Black Panther. She was annoying I, in I Black Panther. Don't, don't give me that, but she was more annoying in Infinity War. Yeah, I didn't mind her, to be honest. She was okay. Yeah, I, she made a couple of crap jokes and insist that they need to change things around. So I, 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 think it, I think it's boring. It doesn't feel like Marvel. It's not fun. It's dull. Um, you know, you, watching, you watch... Um, Oh uh, God, not not Infinity Wars, a uh, Civil War, right? Yeah, where where you've got you know those two characters, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, running through uh, the airport and they're being chased by um, Spider Man. Uh, uh, Spider Man. The, the 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 commentary between them and the chemistry between them is great. You know, there's a bit where they're both lying on the floor, having had their asses handed to them by Spider Man, and Falcon just goes, oh, "I hate you" to the Winter Soldier, and it's really funny. Mm. There has been. None of that really in this TV series, and yeah. it should have been. There, it, it's a boring story. It, it it's a gets this stupid five year gap. Just shows up how selfish Tony Stark was in 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 you know the it wasn't concept Tony of the Stark, film. It was Banner because Banner could have ignored him, and he wouldn't have known. Yes, would true. He, be honest. Um, but it's the pair of it, it, it's the both of them. It, it just hang on a second. I just also realized something. If Banner did the five year undo, he would have also brought Black Widow back 
Because you did well, reverse no, time you... five years. And undid it. True. Oh, fucking hell. It's even dumber now. I've just it's made very it dumb. dumb. This five-year gap is a very dumb thing. And they're trying to, to you know, justify it and make something clever behind it. But all you're doing is you're making miserable TV. It's boring. It's dull. It's miserable. It's downtrodden. I don't tune into Marvel to watch fucking reality. I tune into Marvel to watch heroes, superheroes, kicking ass and fighting <laughs> bad guys. That's what it's about. Sorry. The internet just censored him. You were about to say something and it buzzed just beforehand like it was trying oh, to censor you. Sorry. But no, I just... I. I, I tune into Marvel for fun and escapism, and there's nothing, there's no escapism in it. It's, and they're not even doing anything cool. It's all right. Boring. Thing, I think the thing that's pissing me off, yeah, is that um, they can't, they're not allowed to punch the fucking bad woman in it. No. That's they haven't, have they? Sorry? They haven't. No, the, 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 no. Uh, there was one right. chick. The Dora Malaji didn't get hit, or nothing happened to them, yeah? It's the fact that they were accommodating is the only reason that they won. And it doesn't needs to feel realistic. They, they need to feel like the, the victories need to feel earned. And without a bit of kind of blood being spilt and some damage being caused by both sides, it, it doesn't happen. And this is this is do you know what the, my favorite thing one. on Disney? Do you know what my favorite thing on Disney Plus is? Castle. <laughs> I'm quite enjoying Mighty Ducks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Castle. Have you seen Castle? No, I haven't. It's like a comedy um, uh, detective series with. Oh, is Nathan that Nathan, the Nathan Fillion thing? Yeah. Oh, that's, that. is that that's on my there? favorite thing on Disney Plus. It's got nothing to do with Disney. Yeah, man, go figure. This is where no, we were talking about how Friends and Seinfeld and stuff like that get more viewers than the newer stuff like Stranger Things. This is why. <sighs> anyway, um, I don't know if I'm going to watch it next week because I forgot. It's got two episodes to go. I, I'm intrigued to see how they're going to wrap it up, but it's it's not been good. It's not been good. Yeah. Well, I think that the, the yeah. interesting thing about this bloody helmet, Zima. Nice. Did you watch it? Sorry, because I'm so used to you saying, no, I haven't watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watched it before oh, we okay. started. Sorry, I my, wife, my wife had um, said, oh, apparently the last uh, few minutes of the, pro of the episode's interesting. And I oh, said, God, well, yes, to be yes. fair, that will make a big change. It um, was. That bit was. I liked that bit. That was the only bit I liked. Yeah, it showed that he, well, he's not cut from the same cloth as uh, the original Captain America, is he? Because he would have never have done that. But he's just murdered somebody in front of all these people. And now how is he going to get out of that? That's what I'm interested well, in. What are the repercussions for him? The thing now? is, right, well, hang on a second, right? Gingerbird blows up building. No mm. repercussions for her. Yeah. No. But she kills what's his mate's men. She gets a repercussion because he hunts one of them down and kills them. Yeah. I would have had it. I would have ended it with he killed him and then he just chased off after another. And you're like, shit, he's lost it. And he's gone punisher mode. That would have been excellent if he'd gone punisher mode. The thing that really pisses me off, yeah, right, is I know if Marvel's Daredevil from the Netflix TV show was there in the fight without superhero powers, he could have fucking taken them all. Hmm. Yeah, he could have taken them fucking all because they... you're not. No, it's crap. it's crap. I, I agree with you. It's not good. It, it, it's not. It's not that it's even that annoying. It's just dull and boring and downtrodden. It's not escapism. 
I'm yeah. sorry. I, I I watched that and then I went back and watched Godzilla versus I, I or Kong versus Godzilla again because that's cool. Big monkey punches big lizard. <laughs> this this program, um, even with the first few episodes of One Division where it was a bit dull and nothing was happening, I didn't find myself going on my phone. Yeah, it was only yeah. a twenty minute fucking program with ten minutes but, of trailer, uh, ten minutes yeah. of credits at the end. Yeah, um, even even so, I, I didn't find myself going on my phone. However, with this Falcon and Winter Soldier, it starts, and I'm within a couple of minutes, I'm bored, and I'm on my phone flicking through, barely paying attention, mm. uh, because nothing's happening. Nothing. Yeah. Until the last three it's, minutes. It's <laughs> terrible. All right, just a quick one. Uh, hello, Chuck. Thank you for, for giving me a like on my stream the other day that I wasn't supposed to be public on. Um, appreciate it. <laughs> and he says, hi, Keith. You spoke to him yesterday. Why didn't he say hi to him now? <laughs> um, Surely twice a week is too much. <laughs> that is twice a week is too much. Man, you have to get your psychotherapist. Um, okay, so let's go on to our last and final segment which should put us in a bit of a better mood because I'm feel, I'm feel, feel really tense now. I didn't a moment ago. Now I feel tense. Yeehaw! So what weird stuff have we got this week? Now, if you've read the show notes, you can see what it is. I always um, ignore this bit so you get the raw reaction. Okay. Uh, I tried to as well. I saw, I saw the, right. the headline the... and I went, no, I'm not clicking the link. Right, right. okay. So, Nige... When we've because we've been on me and Nigel have been on holiday together, not together as a couple, all right, as two families, just for people to know. Uh, and we shared Google Photo Libraries, yeah, yeah. Now, what's the worst thing that could happen doing that? <laughs> Woman sends X rated video to a mum in mortified Google Photo blunder. A mum took a TikTok to share the horror, took to TikTok to share a horrifying story how she sent a naughty video. That contained unspeakable, ungodly things to her mother in a video that has been viewed 1.8 million times. Now, I'd like to point out the X-rated video hasn't been shared 1.8 million times. Okay, the TikTok video has been shared 1.8 million times. Okay. Um, now, hang on a second. Let's see if I can have to. I'll see if I can get this back up. So let's pause this and bring this right back here, and let's just listen to what the young lady has to say. Explain yourself, young woman. This is a PSA for anybody who uses Google Photos or any photo app that has facial recognition. If you are my son watching this, keep scrolling now. Do not watch this video. Who am I kidding? You're going to watch it anyways, but I warned you. So Google Photos has this incredible thing where it recognizes people's faces. And if you type in their name, it'll pull up every picture and video with yes. their face in it. And then you can make an album of that person and share it with your friends and family. Yep. Isn't technology incredible? A little too... Incredible if you ask me. So Google made me a delightful little album of my son and I shared it with my mom. So anytime I upload a picture of him, it will notify my mother. So a little while back, I decided I want to spice things up a little bit in my relationship. And I made a rated R video where I was doing unspeakable, ungodly things. And Google Photos picked up a very small picture of my son in the background on my screen. Okay, said, hey, that's a picture of Josh. Let's send this video to Kara's mom. I'm so sorry. Right. Okay. So that was, that was a bit of an annoying TikTok video. But I would like to point out one thing that which the viewers 
uh, sorry, the listeners on the podcast can't see. She's got massive memories. Yeah, that was what I was thinking. I'm thinking. <laughs> I, I quite like to see that video. <laughs> I imagine you probably can somewhere. Um, it's one of those things. Um, okay, now. So, this is a PSA. Oh, no, 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 no. She's playing again. Okay, okay. Her voice is annoying. No, but she's gone. Yeah, she's got an incredibly annoying voice. I was going to see if Nigel Farage has turned up in the in the things. Oh, fuck off. She won't shut up now. I sent her off once. She won't shut up. Okay. Um, She'll keep playing and playing and playing. It's what um, fucking... You and I have shared picture galleries and stuff of, of things that we've done on holiday and whatnot. And I think, I, I think I've set one up for, for Tanith. If her face shows up in any any pictures, um, it, it comes up. Uh, so, yeah, that's... Still can't get over you might want to. You might want to. You might want to sort of. You know, if you've got anything that's um risque, um, mm. you might want to put that in a hidden album that doesn't get picked up. By no, the no. Uh, right. Okay. Google's got the Google has the best facial recognition technology out of everything. You think it's Facebook? It's not. Google. Whatever they've done to their algorithm is great. So, for example, where's my phone? I'll get my phone out here and I'll show you an example of like if I take if I've got. A picture of Nigel in the background, yeah, it will mm. recognize Nigel in the background. It will do this with Daniel Radcliffe. So I could have a picture of a post, a picture of me, and behind me is a poster for Harry Potter with Daniel Radcliffe on it. And it will go, Hey, that's Daniel Radcliffe, like that. And then not Daniel Radcliffe gets to see my photos, but <laughs> but he, it does show up well. Um, so it, it, it's a wonderful tool, but yeah, I can understand what she's done there with that. Um, let me just see. So I will search for. All right. So I don't know if you can see my picture very well there. Reflection. See all the faces there. Nige. Yeah. Nige is not part of my family, but he's on the the list. Yeah. So I pick Nige. I can click on Nige's face, and it's got all the pictures that I've got Nige in. So there's pictures from the podcast there, where I've mm. taken screen grabs and stuff. There's a picture of Nige knife playing with the Nerf gun. That's going to be a great one for the people listening to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's it's a really good bit, of, really good bit of kit um, in regards to that, and I can understand why she did that. Um, but the question is, if you're going to do, if you're going to do an X-rated video, you have to understand that the internet's forever, and if this shit leaks, it's going to be forever. So you Snapchat. <laughs> That's my advice. Use Snapchat. It dies off. You can save the pictures on Snapchat, but it requires a big bit of effort. Um, just in case you ever want to send naughty pictures. Um, well, I don't know. Because that was the idea of Snapchat. Snapchat was originally designed so you could send risque pictures, as a friend told me once. I was like, really? That's why Snapchat was invented? Went, yeah. And people are using it for stuff that isn't that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, great. And then I looked, and my wife's got Snapchat on her phone. And on that bombshell... <laughs> And on that bombshell, it's time for us to say goodbye. Bye-bye. Goodbye. And we will (laughs) see you in the next podcast. And please note that things will be changing as of May. So if you want gaming, it'll be in the evening. And if you want movies and TVs, it'll be in the afternoon. I hope you've had a good day. And we will see you in the next podcast.
what I didn't tell you is I've also got Snapchat on my phone. And I haven't been shouted at, so I'm assuming my wife's not listening. 